What's up, y'all? We're back. We're back. We're back again. More and look who podcast. we have. <laughs> Two guests this time. Hello, Aren't ladies. we special? Two. Two. Not one, but two. And I would like to say that they are individuals, even though they're seen together a lot. It's very important that we say that. Yes. So today we have Jenna and Yaz. So, as you know, I am Chris on IG at Tron Rides. No IG, Oc. Black, Black Watt Cycling. cycling. Yeah. And then we have... At Jenna Marie Foley on Instagram. And at Yasmin Watson on everything. Y'all have your full government full out there. Full name. Full government. I'm big on that. I feel like I am who I am. I'm not doing anything crazy on there, so... Get the whole thing. Why not, right? Yeah, why not? Nothing to hide. Left my corporate job and went went for it. That's what it is. Yes. <laughs> can we can we start yes. there? Yes. We, we can start. Can, yes. can we start there? So so yes, take us back. So you were at a at, on a desk job, grinding like everybody else does. Yep. Because you are a creative. I don't, don't, nah, you are a creative. <laughs> she has a handbag line that is absolutely phenomenal. If you check out her IG, she her fashion is on point. Yeah. So don't even act like Thank they you. already I know. Nah, no, they already know. I just don't yeah. like to put myself in like boxes. I know it sounds kind of cheesy, but like Ooh. when you start to like, because I'm so many different things. So I, I, I just like to say entrepreneur when I think about, you know, who I am kind of holistically rather than kind of pigeon myself, pigeonhole myself into any one thing. Okay. So take a step back. So walk us through. So how did you decide to like, what made you birth into this? Well, like I've always been someone who has had a lot of different interests and who's had a really um, full experience. Um, I've always been involved in a lot of different things. I've gone to a ton of different schools, um, just a ton of different environments, done a ton of different extracurricular activities. And so with that, and met a lot of people. And so with that, you've kind of, you kind of develop a lot of um, experiences and things to pull from. And with that, I just, have been able to tap into a lot of different um, realms. And so I like to say, like, you never know what I'm going to do. You know, today I might be making bags. Tomorrow I might not be interested in it at all. Tomorrow I might be a cyclist. Yesterday I could have been writing a movie. Like, I don't know. I just like to, I feel like life is super short. So, like, anything that you're interested in, you know, tackle it. it. Nice, nice. Go for it. And Jenna. (laughs) And Jenna No they're not a duo That's what they told us Let's see I am not an entrepreneur But I have a lot of friends I think it's one of the things That probably makes Our friendship work And a lot of my friendships work Is I think I've definitely noticed In the last like Few years about myself Is I'm not built Skill wise The way I'm wired To be an entrepreneur But I love being An entrepreneur's favorite person Because I'm a I'm a logistics I'm a Okay great Like That's an amazing bridge But like What are the legs beneath it How are you gonna get there How are you gonna do that So like You know I talk about system things To support Yaz And like You know that kind of stuff And yeah So that's Definitely not a creative (laughs) That's fire though To even just acknowledge Like yo That's not me Yes it is That's, That's huge actually It's a lot of that like self-awareness stuff that you start to learn about yourselves as you progress through your 20s and start to approach 30 like i'm really starting to figure out like who am i actually not like what i really see everybody doing but like really who am i yeah and she's probably the most self-aware person that i've ever met like you know we're in an era where everybody wants to be the boss you know everybody wants to be an entrepreneur so to really be able to the earlier you learn what your strengths are and kind of where you fit 
um, you know, in the various ecosystems around you, the better that your life will be. Because, you know, when you're trying to like play a role that you don't really fit in or when you're not happy with being a player in like a bigger scheme, um, it could be really detrimental to not only yourself, but the people around you. That's well said. Yeah. That's interesting because when we think about the dynamics of us three, we kind of know our roles. Yeah. I hate the word roles. No, no, no. Facts. But like we. Your lanes. I I always call lanes. Different things come up and we have primary, secondary and tertiary. Right, sure. Or primary and two secondaries. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, and I feel like that's a, a good three-legged system that works. Mm-hmm. Right? We yeah. easily like ebb and flow from who's primary for something or who may be secondary or like that sort of thing. And it's very natural, actually. It's, I think it's a beautiful thing about relationships. And we talk about that, you know, within our club and just in seeing, you know, the relationships that you find out on the bike. Like, yeah. it's a beautiful thing that you get to rub elbows and ride with people and meet other people from other clubs. Who You can have relationships like that and find yeah. other people who help you be more self-aware or say, like, hey, I saw I'm experiencing you and, like, you, may, you might not know. And I think that's, like, a really, really beautiful thing that I think is, like, top three things I appreciate about cycling. Just, like relationships that you built like our friendship started on bikes so wait so let's talk about that so how did you guys start cycling let's let's hear this let's hear this i'm a super competitive person who grew up in a very athletic family so we played all the sports for a military family we traveled a ton um a few years ago 2019 signed up for a 10 mile tough mutter with group of my friends so I trained for that so I wouldn't die out there (laughs) and then at the end I I looked at a friend of mine and he was like okay so what's next and I just kind of looked at him and I was like because I'm a very goal-driven person I was was the first time I was like I don't really know and he did triathlon so he's like have you ever thought about triathlon I said well I mean I I know how to run I don't like it Um, (laughs) I know how to ride a bike I don't have one (laughs) And I could swim, but like I'm not bit. really swimming far. Like <laughs> right. I don't know, but I, just the idea was like planted in my mind. So that was 2019. We come into 2020. I buy my first road bike, 350 bucks on Craigslist. Bought nice. it in a parking lot. It just oh, that's happened to be the right size. Oh. Happened to be like a women's bike. Like it, that, like that was a kiss from God. Like the fact that that was even the right bike for me. Um, and I started riding, and then the pandemic hit, so everything shut down. So I, I really wasn't running. I couldn't swim. Pools were closed. And I just fell in love with cycling. And so, and then I kind of stumbled into, you know, our club and met some other characters and, and <laughs> characters, <laughs> characters of our club. Um, but that was my introduction to it was originally triathlon. This was on your own, or you, you didn't meet your ass yet? No. So this was, like, March of 2020, like, first off pandemic. And I knew, um, I know one of our KRT club members, his mom. And so through social media, he was like, hey, come ride with our club, come ride with our club. I was just spinning around by myself. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, And he was like, come ride with us, come ride with us. And I said no for months because I was so intimidated. And I was like, I see you guys out here in kits. Like, I I literally don't even know how to ship my gear. It's always that kid. And I I used that language, too. I said, I'm way too intimidated to come ride with you guys. Um, And it didn't, I didn't see myself reflected in the space at the time. And it, it, it it was just such a, such a leap of comfort where I was like, I'm not ready. Fast forward to August. Maybe July or August, August of 2020, they did their very first um, ride for beginners and queens. So our women's ride, and I saw Yaz and two other ladies out there, and I was like, 
Oh, all right, I can get out there. So then I came out the next day, and that's when I met Yaz for the first time, yeah. Nice, nice. Yaz? Are we talking about how I started? I, um... Wait, what else is there? I actually yeah. don't know. <laughs> so, uh, Ajua and I made a pact to get bikes. And so I went to Trek, and I, um, you know, did a little bit of research, and I ended up getting a Damani AL2, which is like a super, like, you know, baseline beginner type bike. Um, and I just started riding immediately. Once I got the bike, I was riding all the time. You know, I got the bug immediately and just wanted to ride whenever I could. Um, but I got started because I saw Deke Shabazz. He was Shout riding a Deke. lot. And I followed him on Instagram. I'd been following him for a while and we knew each other. And so, I don't know, just seeing him out and about and enjoying it. And I've always kind of had an affinity for bikes. So right. from there, it was kind of up for me. And then joined the club in August 2020. Had our first Queens ride and um, wait. So what's the club? What's the club? Uh, Kings rule together and Queens rule together, and so we are like I guess the first, um, a couple of the first Queens that kind of um, began with the club. Nice QRT. Yep. I had social. a social. I was like, who is this girl with the Madone? Yes. <laughs> The sparkly, the sparkly joint. The sparkly joint. Sparkly so, joint. Oh, so you guys stumbled across me then post Madone. So that had to be after. Right. Pre Madone pictures were crazy. What I saw was a tweet that said, I would need a new bike. Mm -hmm. Next slide. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> it was crazy. It's crazy machine. how you can like speak over things and yes. things happen. I just had kind of said like I want a new bike and then a couple months later I had a new bike. But um that's just a testament to being in this space like this is the first thing that I've done without intention beyond just I want to enjoy myself. I'm doing this because I'm happy. Right. And it's been probably the most rewarding thing I've ever done. And so as someone who'd always been like, I needed to know what was next. I needed to plan. I needed to, does this make me money? You know, just, yes. you know, yeah. Yeah. growing up in those sorts of environments. First of all, I have an entrepreneurial mindset. So I, from, since I was maybe seven years old, I've always been like buying things, selling things. Um, I remember the first time I realized like what net profit was. I couldn't believe it. I was like, why is everyone not doing this? Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so um, to kind of take a step back, and just be like, I'm doing this because I enjoy it, and that's it. And so I'm really intentional about kind of holding that happiness that I have in this space true and doing things that I, you know, want to do and not making it feel like work. And so right now, um, I'm not super intentional in this space in terms of, like, the things that I'm – like, I don't have any clear objectives behind mm -hmm. beyond just a good time right now. Right. Um, I think down the line, I'll – be like, all right, I want to do this and that, but I think right now, just like enjoying it, has been so rewarding. So I think, um, for I know for myself, it clearly was that from the beginning. I had I didn't know what I was doing, mm -hmm. but it appears to me that having that mindset of like, yo, I really love this, and it was like crack rock. As soon as you get on the bike, mm -hmm. that shit is over with. So yeah. having that mindset seems to draw in other things, even mm -hmm. though I just love it. I really mm -hmm. don't. I didn't have mm -hmm. any, any, mm -hmm. any intention for the future, but. Mm -hmm. Like, things start to lay out in front of you. Yeah, That's so true, yeah. and I've learned that just throughout life. Like, you really have to have... I remember being in college and people telling me, like, oh, choose the career path that you love because th that's where you need to be. Like, don't right. think about the money. And, you know, when you come from a certain right. space, it's like, no, I'm going to think, think about, about the money, money and I'll think right. about everything right. else afterwards. Right. Right. Um, but just seeing things unravel, um, you really do have to, have to start living in your truth. And um, I think just 
being out on the bike and people seeing the authenticity in it and me really enjoying it, it draws people to me. Like I feel the most, um, I feel the greatest sense of belonging in the, like outside of like family, Word. like Word. people really connect with me in this space. And I think it's because it's genuine. Like I really love being here and there's nothing greater than that. So that's a fact. And, and, and I know you guys are individual, but as a duo, <laughs> Here we go. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me, just, said just said as a duo. As a duo. No, and, and, and let me say what I mean. She fights the duo, but I love it. No, there's, no one, there's no one else I'd want to be in a duo with. So Right. But I'm just saying, like, like the way that you guys are with each other, it's so yin and yang, so symbiotic, right? Yeah. It's infectious. I think a right? lot of it. It draws people in. Like, I've spoken to... Uh, some of the other QRT members and who were like legitimately like Yaz and Jenna are the reason why I'm, I'm riding. Yeah, right yeah. when you ask them, mm-hmm. why'd, you, uh, why'd you join QRT? Yeah, they, they, they point to y'all. They don't just say Jenna. Yeah. They don't just say yes. Yeah, like, they say yeah, Yaz and yeah. Jenna. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of that is to what you just pointed out is like we genuinely are enjoying ourselves and pursuing something that brings us a lot of joy. And so there's no like we have a motive or like right. they're not fun to be around. And so it's like the fact that we really genuinely are actual friends off the bike and on the bike, like we support each other on stuff that is not even cycling related. Like I got to talk to you about my life. She tells me, you know, like, you know, we check in with one another. Like we talk almost every day, but we met in cycling. And I think that translates because it's like, it's really genuine. Yep. There's no like, we've got a motive or we're trying to race everybody on every ride. We're like, <laughs> we're happy you're out here and you found joy in something that like we both found a lot of joy in. Do you realize how important y'all are to the cycling community? And the culture. And the culture? I could say not really realize how important, but like we get so much love. Like it's really, I can't even like quantify or qualify what the love is like. Like we go to events and people just that we don't know, like come up to us all the time and really just kind of love what we have going on. And I don't know, it's just, it's, it's, an un, it's an indescribable feeling really. Mike was talking about prior, um, about how he didn't see himself in the stores he went to. And even though this is all relatively new for all of us, but y'all faces weren't out there like that. Mm-hmm. And to be, you know, from this city and, 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 and people showing you love or what have you. I think, I'm not sure, but I'm sure little girls see y'all and mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. get on it like that. So that's that's a great situation. I, I have a memory. You ever have those moments that you're like, this is like, burned in my memory like yeah. core memory there's a road that you know we rode today um i turned the corner i was riding by myself fully kitted up um i looked good <laughs> say it always always good. gotta say I it did. we looked fresh and i um i turned the corner i was messing with my garment i looked up and as i started to like off down the hill i passed um a dad and his two daughters and Something in me, like, I, the way I looked at them, and these two girls, like, froze massive from the, you know, the wind and go. everything, like, on cruiser bikes, like, who knows how old, dug out the garage, probably, like, they were out on a family stroll. Right. This dad and these two girls, probably, like, eight and ten, if I had to guess. And the way they looked at me when I rode by, it was like, it was like they were looking at, like, Wonder Woman. And I, I have never, <laughs> we and know not that. in, like, a, we know that I'm like this. No, no, no. I'm saying we know the feeling. Where, like, I think I started to realize who we are in the space. Yeah. In, like, little moments like that. Because I could see her shoulders get a little higher. And yeah. it was like, 
chin up a little higher. Yeah, yeah, she saw herself reflected in like, oh yeah, I'm out on my bike too, and like I could I could be like that, and it, that was really really special. Yeah, I can think I can say that it's probably a testament to um, my parents. Like I've never thought that there was something I couldn't do. Um, you know, as you get older, you kind of start to mellow out on things. Like, my mom was more so the you could do whatever you want type of right. thing. And my dad would be like, all right, let's think about this analytically. Like, <laughs> are you really, you know, this person that should be doing, you know, just kind of making me think of things in a more reasonable way. But um, I think I've always, like, internally felt like anything I wanted to do, I could do. And I've always had to be the only one in spaces. And so I mm. often will walk into a room and not even notice that I'm the only one. You know, it's just because it was regular for you. Do. Very, yeah. very regular. Um, but I can say now I'm in a space of, you know. I don't revel in being the only one. Like, I think it's a problem if you are a black person or an only person and you take great pride in being the only one. Um, I think, you know us as black people we are able to do a lot of different things but i think there's so much more that we could do and i think you know if when people get into like a more crabs in a barrel type right. of uh, mentality it puts ceilings on everyone so even though you're doing well and you're successful you could be putting yourself in a box and then you're certainly putting the people around you in a box so i i really believe that you know, we come together and when we put each other on to resources and we do things with others in mind um it, it, it helps the greater good of who we are and, and everybody else does it. You know what I'm saying? So it's really important that we do that too. Yeah, we got to escape that gatekeeping situation. That's what I hate about like the cycling industry, especially as it relates to clubs, right? They make it, it, it comes off like gangs. Mm. Like, Oh, you can't be a part. Yeah. You can't be a part of just one club. This is the only club you can be a part of. And it's like, it doesn't need to be that way. If I want to ride with someone from five different clubs, I should be able to do that and not feel as if I'm cheating. <laughs> right. You know? feel any anxiety any or ex anyway. Yeah. About well, it. well, with me, you know, like I say, I'm an individual first and foremost, and so I'm going to do whatever what I see best want. for myself. Yes. Right. But um, I also think that all of the clubs that I've come across have had unique identifiers or things that set them apart from one another. So... Our club is a very, like, social club. You know, when you want the community and you want a good time and you want to meet a bunch of like-minded people, right. that's the space to be. Um, I know clubs who are known for agility and speed. And, like, mm -hmm. when they go places, they're going to be the fastest people out there. And they're, they're a small pocket of people. Um, I'm a part of a, loosely a part of a club of a lot of, like, middle-aged, you know, black women who, you know, they just like to ride. You know, there's no competition there. Right. It's all about the camaraderie and just getting out and doing something, um, you know, to get your body moving. And so everybody has different skill sets and strengths. And so as an individual, if you're looking to gain different things, it makes sense that you might want to be a part of different communities. That's a gumbo pot. We need that. It makes the most sense. Yeah. Just, like, not even think about it from a cycling perspective. If you wanted to... Learn about how to invest. You should be able to go to this club. If you want to learn how to cook, you go to this club. Like, why shouldn't it be the same in cycling? You know? It's crazy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jenna, you going to say? I mean, I know I was going back to, like, what you were saying about gatekeeping. One of the things that, like, drew me into the club was that we are trying to lower that barrier in as many and even as small, you know, ways that we can. And one of those is, like, doing rides that are so low barrier of entry 
really like beginner friendly. Yaz leads every Wednesday and does a really wonderful job of uh, making it a ride where you feel comfortable to come out while you're still learning and not feeling like, oh, I have to know, you know, right. everything and I have to be, you know, this good before I can come. No, it's come will help you get that good. And I think that's like a community me- mentality that is really, really attractive to, to people um, and draws a lot of people, at least to, to our club. And I think it's something that's like, yeah, I mean, we do something very similar. Mm-hmm. We actually mm-hmm. enjoy those rides a little bit those better. Are the most yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. Yes, those are some of the yes. best rides because you get to interact with people. The best laughs. You yes. The yes. best memorable and, 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 the memorable and, and, and moments. People, I find that people just feel when they feel so supported. Yes. And comfortable. Yes. They just open up. They just bloom like a flower, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, and they just start mm-hmm. talking and chatting. You and have somebody tell the you insecurities their whole life fall away and you yeah. know all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And and also, you know, something I've realized in being a part of our club is the network that we've created. Like you'll be riding next to people who have the resource that you need at that current moment. Yeah. And it's so important to like open your mouth and like communicate and like talk to people and see what people have going on because I mean, our club has between 250 and 300 members right now. And so everybody has a little something going on and a little something to offer. So being able to take it a step further, you know, beyond the bikes is great. And also when we're on the bikes, you're able to see how a person is, you know. So say if somebody has a job opportunity that you could take a hold of, people can speak on your behalf. Like, no, yes, or, you know, Jenna always waits for people or Iron Mike always um, is ready to help out. You know, there's there's things that you can see, attributes that you can pull from people when they're on the bike that are transferable and that yeah. can help, you know, other people. So. I mean, we're going to have to talk about this Iron Mike. We're going to have to figure out who this guy is. I know who he is. He's, he's a good brother. He, he's definitely Mike. a good brother. Iron who Mike is, Iron is like... Iron Mike is he has like the purple, Hall of the purple, uh, purple vents. He can fix anybody. Uh, he's got like he, four bikes, right? Yes. He's okay. More. Yes. Probably more. Okay. Probably more. Yeah. Iron Mike is the wheel you always want to be behind. Iron Mike has changed every tire on every bike in our whole club. Hmm. That trusted. I think he could land a plane if we needed it. <laughs> I'm convinced. All purpose. That is shout out Iron Mike. Yes. But also, yes. like, let's keep it a hundred. Y'all are strong riders, though. We've come a long way. Yes, yes. She's trying yes, to lower the blow. Yo, like y'all are legit. Like Jenna races. Yeah, I was gonna say Jenna races. Yeah. Yes, does not race, but that doesn't mean that she's not can strong. She like a racer, probably would beat me. Can we yeah. talk about this, Jenna? Yeah, we can. What made you start racing? Well, I know you're competitive, but like, um, what yeah, was? Yeah. What was that I, one thing that you were like, yo, I'm ready to race? And I also want you to talk about how you felt. On your first race. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. So there's a, a local crit criterion race or crit race um, here in the area called Pickle Juice. It is an extremely technical course. So if you don't know, technical, a <laughs> lot of sharp turns, um, a lot of crosswind, and it gets really messy. And I have now, I'm coming from no experience with racing. I don't know what a criterion race is. I've never been to a bike race in my life. So a bunch of us decide to go and cheer on um, a couple of the guys who are going to race for the first time. So we get out there. We've got the pop-up tent. The sun is boiling. Like mm. I'm like, I'm out. I'm at the race. I'm here to see what's up. And we're watching the women's category go around. And because this course is so technical, I probably watched 10 to 15 people wreck that day. At one wow. point, I had three women come around a corner in front of me, 
she clipped her uh, oh. pedal and took out two other women, and her and her bike came up, body and bike, like this. Bouncing. Up over the curb, slid it across the grass into me and Al. And I looked at Al. He said, this shit's not for me. And, I, <laughs> and, I, and I, in that moment right there, I said, I feel like I could try it. Wow. Al is like, no, Al no. Said, You're like, yes, yeah. And yes. I said, I'm going to do it. <laughs> So I tried to get a little speedier throughout the summer. Um, I entered my first race last year, September 2021. Lap one, turn two, I took it hot and wreck. First lap of my first race, I crash, right? Moped, like ambulance, they're coming up there like, we got to crash already. We got to crash already. (laughs) I was so mad. Um, Were you hurt? I did end up going to get x-rays afterwards. I got myself up. I put my chain on. Heart rate was 170. I put my chain back on twice. I took myself around to neutral. She looked at me, the race official. She said, are you good? I said, yes. She said, is your bike good? I said, yes. And she put me back out there, and I finished in fourth. That's wow. For so... That's, wait, 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 that's a fire so, story. She crashed. <laughs> it was a lot. And then I went and got ice Got afterwards. a neutral. My knuckles were and bleeding. And then still came in fourth. It was a lot. She don't day. believe all this. Like, yeah, we're nice. We do it. Like, they get it in. They're, they're, they're riders. Like, it was the, the range yeah, is so us, though, right? Like, culturally. Like, like yes, through yes. so many things, we have such range. And we're usually like, yeah, as I was talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Placing these boxes mm-hmm. of like, oh, well, Jenna, so she should be this. Or Chad or Chris yeah. or Anna, like, yep. so we should be. Yeah. Yeah. But like, that is phenomenal. The yeah. resilience, too. Yes. Yeah. Wow, limitations. We don't need to follow those. Huh? <laughs> I don't think we should. Um, yeah, as I, I know you don't race, but uh, something that's in front of you or always follows you when you, wherever you're going to go is, is your religion. Is mm-hmm. that something that played a part in what you're doing or do you carry that with you in the forefront can you hold that thought because i wanted to chime okay. in back onto what chris was saying i think being multi-dimensional is really really important and i think that's something about me that's always confused people is like yes like you know you can go to this private school mm. yes i played basketball in high school yes my nails are done yes i care about like what i'm wearing you know what i mean like i think a lot of the time when we come from the places that some of us come from, it's like if a girl plays basketball, they only see that as like one thing. And yes. if you do this, yeah. it's one thing. Yes. And from a very young age, I wasn't always, I always presented as being super confident and comfortable in those things. But like, as I've gotten older, I've actually been become, more, and, it, and yes. it's been something I'm very happy about. Like, yes. yes, you know, I like school, but yes, I like this certain type of music. Mm-hmm. And yes, you know what I mean? So just getting comfortable with that, I think, allows me to be a black adult woman who's comfortable riding a bicycle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, piggybacking off of what um, Ak was saying, it's weird. Like, when I go into spaces, when, when a lot of people talk about going into spaces as a, as a minority, they talk about the intentionality of, like, I know I'm going into this space as, like, this, that, and the other thing. Whereas, though, for me, it's big to go into the spaces that I go into as my whole self. So, like, as, as, as like, me, right? right? So, yes, I'm Muslim. Yes, I'm black. Yes, I'm 5'7". Yes, I'm all of these things. But it's more, it's more a thing about, like, being true to myself versus, like, being a, being a character in all of these different categories, if that makes sense. Because yeah. 
what I can do best is like be myself. Um, I, I can't, I can't be best at like trying to be be a monolith in any of these categories. If that makes sense to you, not nah, being your all of those things, your complete self, your mm-hmm. whole self. So, and, and whatever my personality is, yep. and all of these things, just being whoever I am, and allowing these attributes to come with me. Right. So that's what's up. Do you, do you find yourself having to tell brands that that have approached you? Hmm. No, like the conversation around my religion or like around these different like tiers of who I am actually never come into play. They always just approach me as like who I am. So like they actually don't ever bring up these different specifications. Mm. It's always just they're talking to me. And I think that happens because and I respect it a lot about Yaz is she is coming, bringing all of who she is. And that's a really important thing that I think a lot of us can do better is come and bring everything so that it doesn't, oh, and by the way, I'm also this. And you don't have to go back and grab the pieces and be like, oh, by the way, oh, if you show up as 100%, you're not. See, but that's what's dope, right? Yeah, surprising people with. Jenna, like religion is very important to you as well. Extremely. Right? Yeah. But. Because of how you physically present in front of someone, how mm-hmm. Yaz physically presents, right? It's like, yeah. oh, it's, yeah. like, it's yeah. such a slippery yeah. slope yep. where it can be like, ah, she's the face that I want to have. And like right. the whole thing is what I need for this messaging and yeah. that sort of thing. Where, and I, I don't mean any disrespect when I say this, but like both of you to me, like, I don't want to say are equal, but you are who you are Fully. across that you know, multi-dimensionality, yeah. right? Like, yeah. and I, I just find it very, very, not only compelling, but just refreshing. Yeah. You know, like you guys make me smile. Every time I say, that's what I'm saying, like, it's just like, like they just, they just, no, but it's like important to like, just like their messaging so far through this yeah. whole episode has been about be you. Yeah. Don't fit in a box. Show yeah. up all of it. Right? If, mm-hmm. You want to race, race. If you want to ride hard, ride hard. If you want to ride slow, ride slow. If you want to do math, do math. If you want to play basketball, play Like, it doesn't matter what it is. Show up to the space as you are and who you are and never yeah. feel like you need to be more than who you are. And that's or how less. you make the most, the most progress, too. And I think a lot of that, I'm learning through the experience of cycling. Yep. So a lot of those skills that you guys are noticing, a lot of the things, that self-awareness, it's come from being out on the bike and learning, like, you can't get better if you don't start where you are. You can't, you know, learn about something. If you don't acknowledge it, you need to learn that. You know, and we have to, I know, at least for me, I have to sometimes slow myself down and remember, like, Jenny, you can't be so far ahead that you forget to just show up and fully be present as you and bring all the pieces, um, you know, because if I got out there and was like, yeah, I am super confident, da, 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 like I'm going to get blindsided in a race with something that I didn't know, I, yeah. you know, I didn't know that I didn't know or, you know, I'll, you know, cycling will humble you. I think Word. <laughs> Real quick. It will humble you Real fast quick. Very in quick. so yeah. many ways. Yes. You know what's so um, interesting for, you know, when I think about uh, us, I'm always asking myself, our, our brands are approaching us because we're black. You know, like... It's a fair question. Yes. You know, like, yeah, yeah. are they approaching us because we're black? And if that's the case, do I take this opportunity and use it as a platform to open it up for other people that look like me? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. And, 
to your like, like damn their intention I'm gonna use this I'm anyway yeah. Use it. yeah because I'm thinking about what Yaz is saying as an individual and I'm like wait yes I'm black but I'm also just like all these other things all these, all other, these yes, other yes, things yes, yes. but I, I'm like wait I wanna I wanna represent for the the millions of other black chads that love sneakers and yeah I think they're they're certainly approaching us because we are black um, but they're not approaching all the black people, you, if that makes sense. And yes, so that just speaks so to does. that multidimensionality and just that genuineness and that originality. Yes. They're approaching certain people because they have, what is it, a genesis qua? Yes. Like yes. there's yes. a certain yes. thing that can't be quantified or qualified. And so they see people like you and they're like, he's really cool. You know what I mean? Or he's really this or that. Like when I first saw y'all, I think, Trek put out a video of you guys for like Father's Day mm-hmm, or something, mm-hmm. and I was like, I love them. Like from the like, Jenna can tell you I've oh, like yes, <laughs> from like the jump. Like when I saw y'all at the trendsetters yes. ride, I was like, I got it. And I'm not even like a fanned out like extroverted type of person, <laughs> but I just from the beginning I was. You guys felt like refreshing. I love the branding. I love how you guys like carried yourselves. I love the messaging of like fathers that you guys had at that time, and so. Again, if I see it in you, and like I've seen tons of black men, right, you know what I mean, right. then I'm sure that someone who's outward facing inward would would see some of those things as well. With when it to me, all right, this is how it is for me. This is I got to lay it out. But cycling has brought forth, at least in my eyes, what I see we should be doing anyway. Like, all right, we're all riding, and so we start to converse and communicate, and we're around each other, and because we're around each other, certain things come about. Like, if you remove cycling, we still these same people. And if yeah. I chop it up with you the same way. So, if you t- I look at it like, yo, if I just take cycling away, this is what we should be doing. All of us should right. be on it like this. Right, right. right. And, and that yeah. speaks to, I know you guys talked about, like, wardrobe. Like, what you wear. You get fly on the bike because you get fly off the bike as well. And so Say it again for I the people carry, in the back. I carry, you have, you have to carry, <laughs> you have to carry who you are into everywhere you go. And that's kind of the theme of what we've been talking about. Like, I like to get dressed off the bike. And so when I got on the bike at first, I did kind of compartmentalize it because everything was so new, right? We didn't know where we could take it or what was going on. And so I just threw on whatever athletic wear I had. But if I'm going to be on this bike for maybe a hundred hours a week or whatever, I need to make sure that I'm looking and feeling appropriate. Um, And so now I find myself being more interested in what I'm wearing on the bike than what my other clothes are. Cause we're on the bike so often. Right. So. I mean, when Yaz does posts her off bike fits. Yeah. It's fire. It's fire. Fire. I try. Clean. Clean. I try. On the humble in the in the store, like yeah, quick pick. All right, 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 right. All right. move I'm, on. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying out just something. Trying out some I can't. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I don't like other people taking my picture, so it's like, let me just get this real quick. And it looks effortless, but I, it's really a thousand of them that I've taken. That camera roll tough, right? Not effortless at all. I promise. So I want to talk about fashion, right? So. Jenna, no, this isn't your lane. Jenna has a lane. We yes, all she are, does. we all have style. Yes, we all Jenna have does have a lane. Stop because, it. Because like we talk about the like cycling kits and all of that. Yeah, so what's what's your take on like fashion as it relates to cycling right now? And where where do you where do you where do you want it to go? Because if you think about it, we're kind of pushing Pioneer. the envelope. The envelope. 
Absolutely. Right now. Not only that, they just sitting on the sidelines looking like, what they doing? Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just watching. And as soon yeah. as they you put some fly shit out, they grab it up. Anyway. I have a lot of thoughts about it because I am, I put a lot of healthy pressure on our own club because I don't like cluttered. And I don't mm. like stuff that looks real busy and like plastered with sponsors and just like, yeah. You, you, we've all seen that kit where we're just like, NASCAR. they must love that team because yes. they don't look good. <laughs> right. and, and so we have a lot of conversation about colorways, about um, colors that I would or wouldn't wear. And it's like, okay, there's a thousand different versions of the color blue, but like there's a color that's going to be more attractive to us. And we have a lot of conversations about design and what we're looking for and kits that we appreciate. But I'm always thinking, and I'm sure you can probably speak to this because she is way more the design and thought process behind a lot of that stuff, is I'm thinking about who's on the other side of producing that stuff. Um, when I see a kit where I'm like, that's dope, I'm thinking, I know somebody like this designed this. Or I'm like, ooh, nobody ran this by anybody else. They didn't talk about it. Like, they didn't have like, conversation. That's not the color red that it should be. And it's right. not for me. And like, you know, I think, I think about stuff like that. And I put a lot of pressure on our club because, like, yes, yeah, we spend a lot of time on our bikes. So you want to be in stuff that is comfortable, but also you take pride in your appearance and you're a person of excellence. Like you want to also look good and present well, um, when you're out on the bike. And so I'm always like, give me basics that look clean. Yeah. Give me the target sweater of, you know, of, of kits, of Facts. jerseys. I'm like, where is that? And so, you know, you have like the Amazon level, then you have like the high, high level. <laughs> and I'm always searching in the middle for like those pieces. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. Who's, yes. who's making that stuff? that you, you want to buy it and you want to support. Yes, yes. I think it's super frustrating, first of all, because I have my own, like, attire needs, but also because I have a lot of things, like, in mind that I want, but it's, like, I know what the production process is, and, like, I, I just know what that whole thing is like, but I wish you could, like, snap your fingers and just <laughs> make have that an assortment right. of things. <laughs> um, and particularly when it comes to, like, club wear, I feel like, I approach the attire in the cycling space the same way I approach anything else. Like I wouldn't, I personally wouldn't have a closet full of Ralph Lauren. I like to mix it up a little mm -hmm. bit. Right. So I might have a little bit of black. Well, like I might have a little bit of black Watts. I might have a little bit of KRT. I might have a little bit of this. Cause I, I like to feel and look different ways at different times and at different points. And so I think that's the cool thing about there being so many clubs as well because it's like you can get a little something from everyone. You know, a Black Watts kit is going to be different than our club's kit, which is going to be different than any other kit. You, you might know, change your ride. Wait, wait, True. wait, wait. wait. So, so did I just hear we got a collab? Did I just hear we got a Yaz and Jenna and Black Watts collab I'm happening? I'm down for a collab. Like a straight up yeah. design I'm collab. I'm down for a collab. How dope would that I'm saying, how y'all feel about that? It was sell out immediately. It does. Like, 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 Chad, 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 like, the Chad is like, come on, bro. No, nah, no, nah, you know what? We're, 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 we're learning. Uh, clearly, this man does all of our yeah. designs. But we're learning to, to run Thank through you. that process yes. a little more collaboratively. And, um, yes. As far yes. as like our inputs and all that. And to me, it just, I'm like, damn, some be working hard. Because this is a difficult task. It, appear like the outcome is like that's fire but the task is, is difficult so yeah i appreciate a lot listen more. let me tell lot. you something like i'm i 
have very little creative bones in me, mm. right? I am very logical. I'm very type A. My major was electrical engineering. My math, my math was my minor. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how my brain works. Mm-hmm. I'm the father of five <laughs> daughters, and it drives me insane daily, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? <laughs> but watching Chad work, right, it gives me this appreciation to what's required to not only design something, but to like feel like that's not it that's not my vision we're not about to just do this yeah i don't like it take it back we're not doing it we're going you know and not a lot of people and being so close to that gives me this level of appreciation so whenever we see collabs chad and i'll be talking the three of us will be talking and chad will be like yeah the reasons why but the message to me is these brands just threw some stuff together mm-hmm. and thought it was going to be hot, but they're not like this brand is truly representative of these things. Mm-hmm. This one is of these things mm-hmm. that does not come through to this collaboration. There's yeah, no yeah, story yeah. Mm-hmm. like There's that no drives story. me nuts. Mm-hmm. That's where that like genuine situation yes. comes in it because yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. And I think about that when I see certain like Bahati foundation, he's not out making pink and blue. Right, because it's not representative of who he is, where he yes. comes from. He's picking colorways that represent, and I look at that and I see somebody who knows. Yes, yeah. made that. Yeah, somebody who, and then to the flip side, somebody who doesn't know. Yes, <laughs> made that and just said replicated in these colors. Right, yeah. right. Yes. Like people think all of our kids are going to be black. No, that's the craziest shit. No, I think, I think we only have two. Matter of fact, at all. Yeah. yeah. Do you even have a black kid? We have a black yeah, kid, we have one. but we don't. That's not something you see us in a lot. Word. No. Like, and I think the blackity blackest thing that we have is the Walker Road collection with the yeah. the long. So, so it's a long sleeve jersey yeah. that Chad humored me with, and it's like my Captain America. So it has like the stripes. It was and for like you. Stars. And he was like, the hell out of me on that. <laughs> it's the first kit. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a dope kit. Like, yeah. I, if I do say so, he made it come to life. But that's the blackest thing that we have because it's black sleeves, yep. right? black bottom, black and white stripes, black bib tights. Everything else has our lightning blue or our yellow hits or like, you know what I mean? Like, it really has so many other things yeah. that come into it. We it's should be collabing a- on, on everything. We should, it, it should, I mean, the, the kits is, the, is fire. Like, even talking about if we can get something um, with the ladies, and that's that's what it is. We'll get something with them. They smile. You see, you see you that's, no, that's a fact. But it should go across the board, and that's what I mean. Like, yeah. like if we, if you do take the cycling away, does that still exist? I want that to still be there. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's not cycling. Let's collab on something else. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this this place is dope. Like, we're here at, uh, at Tricycle Shop, yeah. so... I mean, just something like this. Him and his wife put it together. Like that's just, a, and y'all are always out here. That's a big deal. Like, yeah. You know what I, mean? I, I think. I mean, we all know how much these bikes cost and how much it costs uh. to be in this space. Ninety percent of the people that we're riding with have a couple of dollars and have a, access and have resources Same and things like back, that because uh. they do not really understand. And when so, I say they, I'm talking about brands. We spend money. We spend money. Yeah. We spend money. And a lot of time, black pe- us as black people will spend, even if we don't have it to spend, that's just in our, yeah. in our, our that's our whole thing. I mean, right. but um, for good or for bad, right? we definitely have to continuously collaborate like all right. on all levels. I, I think it's super important. And that's something I've realized more as I've gotten older and, you know, just been in different spaces. Like we have to come together. It's, it's imperative yeah. really in this time too. I don't know if you guys see what's going on in the yes. world right oh, now, yeah. but yes. 
we better, you know, we have to come together on something. Yeah, we don't need to compete. There's enough money for all of for us. For all of us. All the time. And that mindset of like, oh well, nah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that with that person. Cause they're not they might they might get the one up on us. Nah. Let's come together, let's make some hot shit. Yeah. One of the things that I learned going to an Ivy League business school was that this adage of growing the pie, mm-hmm. which was so different than how I was raised, meaning that there's a finite amount of something, right? But constantly in all the lectures across subject matters, it's how do you grow the pie, right? How do you find, I mean, it's capitalism, right? But how do you find more dollars? And what's so interesting about that, the, the corollary of these two things are really asymmetrical, right? Because you would think that, all right, how do you grow the pie? Okay, we're going to go to international markets because that is where there's a lot of growth opportunity. But when in actuality, the black and brown, the BIPOC community, if you want to expand it out larger, is the largest area of growth. You don't even need to go right. to, you know, Bucharest. Sorry, Bucharest. Well, you don't need to go to Bucharest, <laughs> right? Like, you can go downtown philly or you know place in philly a place in, in you know in in jersey or in dc or whatever the major metros are because the dollars are there right you know like and that i think it all touches on the points that that ak is making like repeatedly throughout this conversation like it's on the bike it's highlighting that stuff that we should be doing collectively off the bike and i think it like brings that awareness of it's like that's what's beautiful about, like you said, this place here, it's co-owned. There's three people who said, let's come together and do something that maybe one by ourselves we couldn't do. It's beautiful about cycling events. Like when we go to One Love in Atlanta, one of the most beautiful all things. The people, man. Yeah. Like We're going to be there this year. All the clubs together. It's like, that's what's beautiful about this right here. Yeah. Like we're all so different, but we all come together to, you know, have a conversation and, and talk about stuff. We don't so, need these brands. I hope y'all know that. Danny like they, I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying, wait, say, I they, say that again. No, I'm saying we don't need the brands; they need us. Like, yeah. But, but I'm saying, a, a, like a larger point than that. If we don't need them, and like Chris is saying, if you, if you're a company, like, yeah, where, where can I find the most growth? Then you're looking out into the world. But it's really, if it's right here for them, it's really right here it's for right us. Right here for us. Like we really should be getting mm-hmm. after that right yeah. there. Yeah. So I'm saying, yeah. like, yes. and I think. To that too, it's also about like sending the elevator back down and bringing people. Yeah, yes. like, okay. Say it one more time. Okay. It's like, <laughs> Say it like one more time. Sending the elevator back to get you know everybody else and, and bringing them with you. And, yes. and I love that too. Is like when one person progresses, it's that collective mindset and helping people shift it to like, okay, great, like I, I'm here, but like let me look around for who's not yet. Right. Let me see who should be here that I can bring with me next time. And that just goes to like the white gaze conversation that we've always had to have as a community is just, it's like you need that stamp of approval in order to, to solidify yourself whole time. Like you already have a ton of resources. You already have ideas. You already have people to buy your stuff. Why again, do you need this third party, you know, situation? Now I understand if you're getting someone to back your play, you know, there's always room in that to like have a brand come about and like fund your vision and then to be able to expand on that. But that whole thing of just, we're not stamped until we get this certain approval. is just shenanigans. Right. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Listen, my motto is what Chad? We work from a place of abundance. Oh yeah. Facts. I always say that. Like whenever things feel tense, 
we, I, we work from a place of abundance. That There's scarcity so mindset more. is, is yes. really, really problematic. And yes. I, I was actually listening to a podcast recently, and they were talking about how, again, you create those ceilings when you have that scarcity mindset. And yes. especially in how we relate to each other as black people, a lot of what keeps people closed off or wanting to be the only one is that, is that fear of somebody's going to come and take mine. I'm the only one, so if, if somebody butts me out of this position then they're going to be the only one. Yes. Right. But I think us as a community have to take on the collaborative mindset so that we all can stair step together. Yes. If only one person has the ideology, we won't have success. But imagine if we all take that on. I mean, we could do, we could really do some crazy things. Yeah. I'm just saying. So what y'all saying is we should have our own race. Wait, what? That would be crazy. <laughs> Let's no, but I, I think anything's it. attainable. But yo, because Chad and I talk about it, right? Like, we can create our, Be mini, about it. our own mini cup series. We can have one in our town. You can have one in your town. We can find two or three other clubs. Yeah. Like, word. Like, why not? Yeah. 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 I mean, the winners, how much winners get paid? $250? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like it's a lot of prize money. Yeah. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, so th- there's really no reason why with proper planning, right? And like Ak is saying, like we should be coming together anyway. Like why I shouldn't think we? we have Jenna and Ak. They are very organized, structured. <laughs> you know what that is, right? Like I'm just, <sighs> you know. So they'll make sure Yaz and I will work on the creative. <laughs> see how you see how you sit me over here. See how you sit me over here. What is Chris gonna Chris do? Chris is gonna what handle all the finances. <laughs> oh, finance. Okay, yeah. funding. But finance. I always stick my head in the room. Is like we need more color. <laughs> <laughs> but those are those tiers of like, yes, you do A, yes, you do B, and yes, yes you do C, but you yes. need to be able to tap into B. Yes, if, and we always necessary. have that conversation. And I always say like, yo, just because I'm designing doesn't mean I don't want to hear yes. from you two on something. And I actually learned that from them, right? Like, because I'm an entrepreneur, my wife and I have a business together. I have my mm-hmm. own and she has her own. But in working with the two of these guys has actually made me a better entrepreneur. And I tell them all the time, right? Because... We're so collaborative. I mean, I don't even know how many hours we're on the phone in a given day. <laughs> like you, you talking to him again? <laughs> right, right, right. Like we're always on the phone about any myriad of things. You know, there's never one topic, regardless of how big or how small, that we don't bounce ideas off of. And it just like this room isn't big enough. Yeah. That's how to, it should be, though. To encapsulate yeah. all the things that we think about and that we think through. Yeah. You know? And that we're intentional about. It's, it's really, the things that we talk about are all just boiled down to time and resources. Yes. You know? And I think sometimes we look at one another and be like, yo, we need more of us. Yes. Mm. You know? So I think these types of conversations and spaces where we, I could be like, yo, Jen, I need some help. What do you need? There it how is. How can I help? Boom. And it should be that way. And like, yes, that's how you, I think, push yourself forward. Like you were mentioning, you know, like hitting those lids. But then like when you invite somebody in who gives you, you're open to feedback. You're, you know, you invite somebody in who, who might see it from outside perspective and see something that you're totally missing because you're in the weeds of whatever it is that you may be doing. Yeah. But like, that's how we as a collective, whoever we or whoever the collective is, moves forward. Yeah, because Jenna definitely told us Episode two was trash. <laughs> Don't lie on your own podcast. That she is said, a lie. Wait, wait, wait. What'd she say? What'd she, she say, said, Chad? Tell mm, it. The audio? Mm-mm. Right. No. But we grew. 
We grew from I that. I did. I did. Yes. I did give feedback on audio. But yeah. I, I appreciate that feedback. Yeah. Nah, the focus yeah. group is important. We, it is. It is. Necessary. Yeah, you yeah. can't operate in a because bubble. Because I want it to be great. Yeah. Yes. yeah. No, I appreciate that. And then Yaz and I had a conversation on clabbing Instagram. on something. Yep, on IG, mm-hmm. clabbing on something. Yaz and I did a giveaway. We did. Yeah. I, that, we did like, a giveaway. That was so impactful to me. Like when you... It was so like random. I know she was like, "Why the hell is this so random?" Yeah, but but that's this what it's is, about. Like, yeah, this he didn't is have to do exactly that. Exactly what we're talking about right here is like, look, if Chris has an idea to help you, why shouldn't he? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. Because if he doesn't, it's like, do you want me to fail? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, do <laughs> right. you want do you want my success? Um, but also just thinking about Cycle Michaels. Um, conversation that he had with you guys. I'm just, I was Michaels. Cycle Michael. Cycle Michael. Michael. Um, I was thinking through like just, you know, the tricycle and how it's owned and operated by three people. And even in that, like in the, the, the issues that they faced early on with the damages and all those things, like if there were not three of them, would he, would they be sustained? Right. Yeah. If the community did not come together to help them, would they be sustained? Yeah. And I, I think that's so important. So often we try to do things on our own. But the sustainability and the and the ability to like climb and elevate is rooted in community and like the ability to come together. Like a lot of people will struggle on their own instead of like extending themselves because either A, they don't feel like they have the help or B, they enjoy the lack of company. Yeah. And I think that, that's the <laughs> so issue. That's crazy. That is that's real. a real Facts. thing though. Like Facts. Some people do enjoy the, the lack mm-hmm. of the company. Lack they of like company. to be the only one. Yes. But she put Struggle it so alone. nicely. The lack of company. <laughs> Struggle alone. Yes. That's so true. Thrive together. Yes. Yep. Thrive together. I really enjoyed wow. this show, for real. This for was real. great, guys. Yeah, like the whole great. thing. Shout out, See? Mike. Mike, you got a great story, man. <laughs> you got a great Big story. shout out to Mike. <laughs> Psycho Mike Psycho is Mike, Mike. I from, wonder, how from... How many more from stories Mike got? <laughs> Mike, Mike has stories. <laughs> Mike has stories. Mike has stories. So, yeah. Yeah, no shout out. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Sword so, Yaz and Jenna, thank you guys for coming on. Thanks Please. for having us. I told us. you it would be great and this easy. Was great. I really and worth the wait. Because Jenna and Yaz yes. are going to go home on the show. They were. As you can see, we're still in our kit from yeah. our ride. And we Y'all are the only the people that I would stick around to do something like this for. So oh, let, let that you. be known. Look at that. Look but at that's you. about. Look you at know, that. She's putting all that powdered sugar on us. We appreciate it. Yo, between y'all three, y'all made this episode mushy. <laughs> yeah, we usually kind of tough. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, but, those, but can I say that we are girl dads? He yes. has one. I have five. He has two. Mm-hmm. It's a different right? type of like, connection. It's just a different. Yeah. <laughs> the babies. Yes. Yes. I has the junior juniors. But little ones. Yeah, yeah but it's 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 a different energy. And like you're saying, like you can just see it, you can feel it. It just resonates. And we have dads that love us and are great and That's what's up. Like Ox says, it's necessary. Very necessary. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. So thank you guys. Thank Y'all coming you to so Jersey, much. right? Y'all this coming is to, one Jersey? Of my we love to Jersey? I ain't even gonna lie. This is one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. I'm 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 happy about that. <laughs> See now I'm getting almost. He's afraid right. to say right. his favorite episode, right, 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 so he's right, trying right. to say one of his favorites. But we're we're his favorite. I can yeah. tell. You know, nah. This was this is because we touched on so many things that you know like are important to us as a yes. as a group. Yes. You know, and to finally talk to other individuals. You know, and share that that commonality is pretty dope. So. Absolutely. 
Shout out to Jenna and Yaz. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank applause, but <sighs> yes. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. Right, so more watch. More watch. More watch.